0: Welcome, my name is Pat Bryan, I'm Performance Director and Co-Founder here at Spokes and you are listening to Bespoke, the cycling and triathlon training podcast. For those of you that don't know, for the past two and a half years I've been Bikes Etc magazine cycling guru. I've had a column in the back page of that which answers your questions, so if you ever want a question answered, feel free to hit up the Bikes Etc News Desk and uh, cycling has been in with well in my blood in my dna since i was a child i've uh, never competed as a child professionally or even uh, a high amateur level it was always just for fun uh we didn't have the british cycling go ride network or the the foundation of coaches that we do now when i was a kid so like most of you who are probably listening to this podcast i always wondered how far i could have gone if, the, if British cycling was there now but there's no point in worrying about that or even dwelling on it because that is done and here I am. When I entered my adult life I, uh, I was a coach, I had nothing to do with cycling, I was uh, in management but my speciality was coaching people, training them and uh, I was very good at it and the reason I was very good at it is because I was able to form relationships with people and identify unique problems that they needed to overcome. After doing this for many years, uh, I realized that actually uh, my heart wasn't quite in the industry that I was in and decided that uh, I would like to go back to something that I loved, and that's where cycling comes in. So I put the two together, and uh, here we are. I am uh, now uh, a long-standing, been for, uh, for many years now, a cycling coach. Uh, obviously, anyone who's ever started a business knows that when you, when you do start a business, and I did so in the, the recession of uh, sort of 2008, you need to have something quite unique to be able to um, get ahead of your competitors. So what I looked at was the industry, and the industry at the time was very much coaching was for people with a lot of money, some amateurs, professionals, uh, but what I tend to find was that the, the people that were paying for the service, in the, the amateurs, the people doing sportives or even sort of uh, racing We're all complaining about one thing and that was that pretty much everybody got exactly the same plan. It was just the only thing that was different was depending on whether you had a different goal. So yes, if someone who is focusing on time trials had a different plan to someone who's focusing on crit racing, but two people who are focusing on crit racing would have the same plan. Now... 10 odd years ago, that was something that was very common within uh, the coaching world. And I'm very glad that we've moved on from that. And uh, heaven forbid there were any coaches out there that still just give to the identical plan to anybody else. But what I came with was uh, was an argument and, a, and a, a passion for making it really unique. And at the time that that was just that we would sit down and we would look at what time you had available during the week and, And what that left you with um, in terms of how you could train. So there was no like four hour rides on a work day and stuff like that. Uh, And pre-written training plans are very notorious for this kind of thing is that you you get the plan. It's either free or usually quite cheap. Uh, No contact with a coach. And what you get is something that you can very rarely follow because it's set on days that you usually have other commitments, whether that be work, family or other What we love to do at Spokes is uh, sell you a training plan if you're not willing to work or not able to work one-to-one with a coach right now, sell you a training plan. But before we give you that plan, we're going to set you up with a coach who will do a consultation, analyze your data and give you a plan that you can follow. You also get the chance to ask for changes. So this is something that is truly unique Uh, and The way the industry is going now, what I've been pioneering the last few years is asking many more questions about the individual. And this really boils down to just how personal training should be. It's got to be incredibly unique. Now, a lot of people have slated me for saying this, but one of the biggest factors in terms of compliance or completion of events amongst amateurs is how much you're willing to sacrifice and how committed you are. Now, if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, well, in order to be able to reach your goals, you need to be 100% committed. And let's face it, some goals you will need to be 100% committed. However, how many of you can genuinely say, especially if you've got work or a family, you like to drink alcohol, you like to train outside and stuff like that, play with your mates. How many of you can say that you'll sacrifice everything to reach your goals? I imagine that everybody listening to this right now has probably said, well, I'm now no longer 100%. That is absolutely fine. Even a professional riders are probably going to be around the 90s, 95, maybe 100. The top-level professionals probably do need to be 100. There's very little I can imagine that they would get away with in terms of training off plan or eating off plan or anything like that. But they get paid to do that. So that's the whole point. If you are listening to this and you do a 40, 50 hour work week, and then you're asked to do 20, 30 hours on the bike, I can only imagine that you're probably not going to last that long. And you have to be a special kind of committed um, to be able to do that. And that's absolutely fine. So what I'm saying is, if you have a goal, which is going to stretch you to your absolute limit, which will take 100% commitment from you to reach, have an honest conversation be objective about whether that is achievable. Because if you don't hit that 100% compliance, that 100% commitment, you might fail coaches do all the research, we look at this and we work out whether or not it is actually possible. The goal has to be achievable. There's no point in you training for something that's not. However, if that goal is going to take 100% compliance and 100% commitment, what I like to do with my clients is sit down and have that honest conversation with them and say, hey, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to knock what you're doing. But if you slip up along the way on any of these factors, you might not make it. So is it not better that we knock this back a bit and that you actually?" can slip up and reach your goal. Now, a lot of people, again, are probably listening to that thinking, well, what's the point in that? Well, how many of your friends have ever told you that they're going to do something only to get a few weeks, months down the road and then not make it? It's many, isn't it? So how many of you have set a goal which you've not been able to achieve for one reason or another? Now, the thing is, again, unless you are willing to sacrifice everything, you might always be just out of reach. Having an achievable goal which factors in how committed you can be, not how committed you want to be, how committed you can be is the quickest and most efficient and effective way to success than it is to train blindly hoping that you're going to be able to stick to your course 100%. And let's not stop dreaming, though, but let's be objective and let's be honest So what are the types of things that are going to get in your way? Now, I've mentioned a a few of them. Um, The top one, and always with a pinch of salt, is family. Family is probably going to be your biggest obstacle. Now, you can have the most committed partner and even children who are going to be forgiving, children or parents who support you, but you are going to have to be very selfish. There's no way around this. If you've got a goal, which is going to be incredibly challenging for you to achieve, you are going to have to be selfish. Now, some people that comes naturally. Uh, some people that's really hard. So if you're somebody who's going to go into struggle with that, then you might just have to look at your goals and think, well, is this actually achievable? Because I know I'm going to have to spend time with my family. I know I'm going to have to play mother or father to my children. I know I'm going to have to play husband or wife. I'm going to have to go on date nights. I'm going to have to go on trips to Disneyland or wherever like that. Though all of these things are absolutely fine and they're part of your commitment to your family. Now, again, I'm going out on a limb and saying everybody listening to this is probably more committed to their family than they are their training. And there's probably only a few people out there that would sacrifice that or have a family that they would put second for a long time in order to achieve that. And again, there's no judgment here. It's just that the common person isn't going to be able to get away with that. And therefore, the person that isn't going to do that needs to be the person who's honest. If you can do all of these things, more power to you. And I love that. But this podcast is about just being individual and the individual needs to be aware that you can't always do all these things. So other factors, of course, the next biggest one is probably your work. Now, this will be uh, interesting for a lot of reasons in that some people who have very physical jobs might be sitting there thinking, yes, I'll never be able to do like a lot of training because I, I do a lot of physical work at their role or their job. And that's absolutely fine. And yes, you, you, you are in, in some respects going to have to, to deal with that. But the person that sits down for eight hours a day, five days a week is still going to have similar sort of issues in terms of how they, how they factor that in. And I'm pretty certain that again, 95% of the people listening to that have got jobs that they could probably tell me they are going to struggle to go to their boss and say, hey boss, for the next six to nine months, I'm not going to be able to work as as you expect me to because I'm going to be training for this. If you're in that lucky 5%, maybe you own your own business and that business is doing so well that you can take a step back or you have got a boss that's able to do that. Maybe you're also unemployed. Again, there's no judgment here. I'm just saying for the people that have jobs, this has to play into your plan. You can't set out a goal nine months in advance believing that you are going to be able to just commit 100% now if you're sitting in this position and you're listening to this and you think well what do I do about that well the first thing is to have a conversation with your boss and and ask them but if there's no leeway here then again it's about readjusting your goals are they achievable if your work is going to take up too much of your time so those are two pretty big uh, factors, which a lot of people may have already thought about. Let's talk about some of the smaller factors, which are going to play a role in just sort of how committed that you, you're going to have to be. Now, the first one is always one that I love to use, and that's nutrition. So to be 100% committed with your nutrition, you're going to have to eat on your diet plan. And that doesn't mean to say that you've got the same foods. It doesn't mean to say that there's any one specific diet, but you you might be someone who's a vegan and you might also be someone who's uh, like on a low carb high fat diet such as uh, the ketogenic diet now again 100% committed to those diets means that you you are going to have to do exactly what that is all the time so for vegan obviously we know it's all plant-based but you're also not going to eat any vegan like treats desserts sweets or anything like that because we all know that just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's healthy and the same for keto just because you're eating on a ketogenic diet with very little or no carbohydrates means that you're also going to become a a fat-burning machine you can quite easily come out of uh, ketosis with uh, an elevated protein intake so you've got to be honest with yourself again six to nine months or however long it is until your event are you going to be able to ensure that your nutrition is 100 on point for that time now again there probably are a few people out there that can do that but I would imagine that 95 to 97% of people out there are probably thinking, okay, well, I like to have the occasional like pint or glass of wine or uh, birthday cake, especially if you've got kids. Or if you work in an office, you're probably uh, subject to the weekly biscuit and cake drive that everybody seems to do and uh, anything like this. So again, if you can commit, then that's absolutely perfect. Well done, more power to you, but be objective. Can you actually do it. And there's nothing wrong if you say no. Absolutely nothing wrong with that again, but it's going to save you uh, a lot more uh, heartache now by readjusting your goals than training for sort of six, seven months and either failing or not even making it that long because you can't continue the training because you've not given yourself the support of your nutrition. Another big factor, uh, where you train or how you train. Now, depending on where you live in the world, uh, you might uh, you might consider training outside. And uh, I, I just a little bit there. But with the increase in use in platforms, online platforms such as Zwift, uh, the Sufferfest, road and, and all of the others... It's very easy to train indoors and it's probably in most cases the most effective and efficient way to train and you're going to get the best bang for your buck. But let's face it, if you've spent sort of four or five months indoors on the trainer and because the weather's been terrible outdoors and then all of a sudden you get the opportunity to ride outside of your friends, the 100% committed person can't do that. You need to be more committed to the plan. And of course, there might be odd days where you can be off plan. And that could be, of course, for nutrition, it could be for any of the factors that I've mentioned. But again, you can't claim to be 100% committed if you are doing that. Now, again, you might might be able to get away with doing this every now and again, like riding with your friends. But that just means that you're not pushing yourself as hard to your goals. So you could potentially drop that down and say, well, yeah, okay, I'm I'm 99% committed. But if you went that extra 1%, you might be able to do 1% more in your events. Now, again, I'm not advocating that, Either way is right or wrong. All I'm advocating at is that you should be looking at yourself objectively. Are you going to be able to do all of this stuff? And if not, does it, what does that mean for your goals? So anyway, I hope I've not destroyed too many people's dreams. <laughs> It's a conversation, like I say, that you don't hear too often within coaching, within training. And it's not an attempt to make people feel inadequate or make people feel like failures or that they can't do anything. It's an attempt to make people be more mindful. And that is what I want to instill in this podcast. This podcast is going to be honest, it's going to be objective, and it's going to be personal. Granted, I'm not going to be able to get each and every one of you on a call and uh, ask you exactly how you're going to do it and teach you how to do that. But with every expert that I have on, with every question that I ask, the end goal is going to be something that you can take away and that you can implement in your training in order to help you reach your goals or become a better cyclist, a better triathlete, a better multi-sport athlete, a better anything is the end goal. For those of you who like to read I also have a book coming out called The Guide to Truly Effective Cycling. It might be out now if you're listening to this later but we're hoping to get that out summer of 2019. The book is very much like the podcast. It's going to have different information because I wrote the book uh, entirely on my own. Um, Little input from few people but actually what what the podcast is is a collection of experts coming together. Now the book is a a very a useful guide, and it's uh, written with the person who might be new to structured training um, in mind. If you've been training a structured manner for many years, you'll still almost certainly take something away from this. And I've had many people read the book. I've had the CEO of Oatroot. I've had Scott Fiegelman from Solos. I've had Norman Elvis who is a uh, master's hour record holder, Alex Dalsett. Of course, you've heard of that legend, a uh, former hour record holder himself. Now Katusha Alpersen, uh, world tour pro team. Dave Tolley has read uh, and reviewed my book. Now, Dave is a great friend and he is uh, the man who announces the uh, Amgen Tour of California. Uh, Dr. Peter Davis, Ken Livingston, Nick Soldinger, Pete Donahue, all other people who have read this book and have fully endorsed it. What they tend to say is that it gives an awful lot of information, but it's very easy to read and uh, written in a way that it reaches to everybody from beginner to pro. Um, you'll almost certainly take something away from it. So that's on Amazon store and uh, we will link to that in uh in either the description or on Spokes' blog. So if you have if you want any more information about Spokes' services, hit up spokes.fit, F-I-T, and uh, check out our website. Again, uh, Spokes has been born out of uh, direct power coaching. It was an easy decision, somewhat, uh, to, to sort of move away from direct power coaching, something that I've built up over many years, which was obviously formerly called uh, Path-Brian Cycle Coaching. And uh, spokes uh, brings in a lot of experts like Alan Heary, our mental fitness coach, and uh, uh, the guys at Fitness Genes, and uh, Nigel Mitchell, who's a nutritionalist and uh, used to, or former Team Sky, and uh, now on uh, EF Education First uh, Pro Team. That is, all of these people come together and uh, help me coach. Uh, our clients, so it's a real, it's a team, a team effort. As I say, I'm performance director there, and I I head up the team of coaches and nutritionists, which uh, bring together everything and spokes as works for people. Whether you are a cancer sufferer who just wants to ride Ride London, or somebody who is going to be a professional one day, you've got everybody um, from those who have a very good reason to struggle to do something like a hundred miles around Ride London, to those who uh, need a push to to get going. So those who just want to make it as pro, uh, Spokes is a um, is a is a one-stop shop and a holistic view of uh, cycling triathlon. Uh, coaching. So check check us out. Um, well, without making this uh, too much of an advert to Spokes, we'll go back to the podcast and uh, and my book. And like I say, if you want to pick up a copy of the book, I highly recommend it. It's, uh, as I say, it's it's written with uh, lots of checklists for you to do. So if you start starting out or if you are already planned your training, you can follow the book and see if you've covered every corner. The uh, podcast is going to be that in some manner but it's going to include a lot of interviews with other people so on that note who do we have who do we have in the next two months coming in now I am very excited for some of these we, we're going to get a lot of uh, contribution from all of the experts from spokes and outside of spokes and uh, the the first podcast is actually on an anaerobic power reserve model which is something that again Spokes is pioneering. We are pioneering. This has been brought to us by our coach, our Altuna, uh, who is uh, a great, uh, great coach? Young but an incredibly gifted and, and hungry to help his uh, help his riders succeed. He's been uh, helping us uh, promote exactly how to personalize top end power production in terms of where you sit between like a three minute effort and an all out effort. Because anybody that's ever followed a training plan or even the Workout Builder on Trainee Peaks will know that if you look at that, it's totally individual. One person might be able to do a very high percentage of vo2 max and have no sprint and there's another who's vice versa so having a way to individualize that power is is an, a, a next level sort of uh, coaching methodology so we thank ITOR for coming in and explaining that after that we have the legendary alan Heary and i mentioned alan before he is our mental fitness coach at spokes and he also takes up the same position at evo pro racing team i love speaking to alan because he always opens my eyes to uh Uh, exactly what we should be doing as coaches for mental fitness and we go through goal setting um, with him so definitely check that one out if you are coming up to the point where you've completed your events or you didn't make it you want to reset your goals maybe you just heard me waffle on for 15 minutes and now you think your goals are too big or not big enough check in with us Alan and I uh, with our goal setting uh, podcast that's an absolute uh, great uh, laugh that was We've also got ITOR. We'll have ITOR back uh, again for plant-based athlete. And uh, that is obviously about being vegetarian or vegan and how to implement that. Now, we at Spokes don't don't push any form of diet on anyone. Again, we understand that genetically uh, and we can prove this via uh, our our tests from our partner, Fitness Genes, which you can get uh, on the Spokes store. Um, If you get them on the Spokes store, you also get a consultation with a Spokes coach to go through the results. Now, we understand that Diets are very individual uh, genetically. Again, just to go through why I'm in with genetically, you uh, some people are genetically better off digesting carbohydrates than they are fats. Some people have digestive problems and uh, some people just don't like. I mean, it's, it's, it's not impossible, but it's hard to be a vegan keto diet because you've got to eat a lot of high fats and low carbs and, and vegans pretty much a, a high carb diet. So it's, it gets it very difficult. So we have nutritionists who can help you integrate whether you need to think you want to do keto, if you want to do just a, a less restrictive, like low carb, high fat, or if you want to go vegetarian, vegan, plant-based, whole foods, anything so i loved having a i to on to talk about plant based athlete you can check that one out in a few weeks uh, we then have uh, our lifestyle and wellness um, expert Will Newman on uh, for a lifestyle and wellness uh, blog, where we talk about all things sort of how to outside the box, which you don't usually have. Now, I love having Will as part of the spoke setup. Again, this is something that I don't think other coaching companies are doing because we're looking at you and sort of saying, "Here's how you are when you're not on the bike. This is your work. This is what you're doing when you relax. This is what you're doing day to day, and this is how we can optimize that." Now, you get Will's input on our top. Level elite performance package at Spokes. And uh, I think you should tune into that because it's going to open your eyes to many factors that uh, you probably haven't thought about when planning your training. Going on from that, well, now this one really excites me because I actually recorded that one earlier today with my good friend, Max Roofy, who is a professional bike mechanic with Mavic and he and I met at Oakroot Rockies in 2018 and he is an absolutely astonishing young man, really, really respectful and loving, loving. and he's just like, he's not big headed at all. He is uh, the guy that picked up Philip Gilbert uh, last year in the 2018 Le Tour. If you ever remember when he did that, he crashed off the side of that mountain down to that ditch. He picked him up and he also saved Rigorans' uh tour a few years earlier as well when he uh, had Richie Port crash into his uh, rear derailleur and that broke his gear hanger, I think. into He was stuck in one gear, so... Max hung out the door of the uh, Mavic car like a true hero and uh, jammed it in the 11 sprocket so that um, once Rigo got to the top of the mountain and there was a flatter bit, he could uh, ensure that he wasn't just going to spin out. He had uh, two gears. I think he said the 54 and the 39 at the front and then just the 11 at the back. Max is going to give us some top tips for bike maintenance and uh, what to do if you're going on a training camp or a tour such as Oat Route. And uh, that's a really interesting podcast. You should not miss that. Uh, We also have, uh, in the next few months, we have Andy Blow talking to us. Uh, he is from Precision Hydration, and he's going to be talking about how to individualize a hydration strategy to your needs. Now, this is incredibly important. And we, well, one of the things we'll be rolling out of spokes is uh, sweat testing. So we're going to ensure that you can go away and you can create a uh, a personalized hydration plan. Because uh, just to give a personal example, I was uh, tested along with three other friends one time, and uh, my sweat And the concentration of sodium within my sweat was higher quantity of both of those than the other three people combined. So it's incredibly individual. And if you're somebody who, uh, especially if you sweat a lot like I do, this is uh, race saving and potentially life saving uh, information. So I look forward to recording that one with Andy. And uh, the last one that we have over the next sort of two months is uh, a chat with our latest nutritionist, uh, Jess Childs. And we have uh, Will Newman back on for this one as well. It's the How to sort of regulate and get the most from uh, your gut. And we call that your gut microbiome. So uh, you should tune in for that one if you ever have any sort of GI distress or if you think that you could maximize the way that your body absorbs or your gut absorbs nutrients. Now, this isn't about, uh, again, it's sort of about what you put in, but actually it's more about what you absorb now if you've got some issues with your gut and uh, you're not absorbing everything that you're putting in then you are probably not running your body as effectively as you could you could put all of the fuel in your car but if you don't have oil your car's not going to run very well this is what we're talking about here you can put all the fuel in but if you've not quite got that oil right and your gut's not working as well as it could be then you're you're going to going to be in uh, a bit of trouble so that's what we have coming up over the next couple of months. Uh, going on forward from that, we're going to be launching uh, Route 66.2. Anybody that doesn't know about this, I uh, had a, a valiant effort, if I do say myself, riding across Route 66. It's a little bit like Race Across America, except that Route 66, if you've not seen it or heard about, uh, heard how it's got or ever ridden it, it's um, it, it's dire, it's dying. So it's uh, a lot of it was sort of uh, gravel, across mud, uh, there were lots of the mountain then the rollers there's deserts it really is it's it's a very immensely challenging and uh, obviously if you know my background as uh, uh, when I outed myself as having uh, bipolar then you'll understand sort of uh, the reason for me doing that we did that for charity raised ten thousand dollars and we will be back in 2020 with another attempt so you can catch the launch of that and what we're going to be bringing to the table uh, going on a few months and we'll also have lots of other experts along the way. It's going to really, like I say, it's really about bringing you the peak of every aspect of cycling, triathlon, any multi, any sport, nutrition, and giving you the best content in a manner which you can take away and use yourself. So, no baffling bullshit, no stuff that you don't understand. It's all going to be good information which you can use. So, on that note, if you've got a topic or a person you think I should interview, you should hit me up. I'm Pav at spokes.fit. That's Pav at spokes.fit. Uh, send me an email. Tell me who I should be interviewing. Tell me what topics you'd like covered. If you want any support along the way, like I say, pick up a copy of my book, The Guides to Truly Effective Cycling. If you're on Facebook, feel free to search uh, Spokes Nutritionally Fit or Direct Power Cycling Team. Both groups are instrumental in helping and supporting people with nutrition and training respectively everything's free on those two groups and we just want to help you improve so uh, on that note thank you very much for tuning in uh, you should be able to find the the next episode available uh, right now or at least within the next few days and that is to say was the anaerobic power reserve model with a uh, guest speaker i 2 tuner thank you i'm pat brian performance director and co-founder here at spokes and you are listening to bespoke